Hi, this is Matt Stagliano, and thanks for being part of the Artist Forge. We're a community of creatives who help each other think like an artist by discussing creativity as a process instead of a skill or a talent. We believe everyone has what it takes to create something amazing. We just need some encouragement and inspiration along the way. What you're about to hear is a live recording of one of our daily discussions on the Clubhouse app. If you like what you hear, I encourage you to join our private Facebook group or visit us on the web at theartistforge.com. Now on to the show. And welcome to Morning Walk with the Artist Forge. My name is Nicole York. I'll be your host. And today we're going to be talking about something we have talked about in the past, but it has been quite a while. And I'm hoping this can be a, a nice, lively discussion. I want to make sure we invite friends from the audience to come up and join us today. And let's hash this one out. But I'm curious, do you consider yourself an artist or a craftsman? And is that important? Is how we define ourselves and the work that we do as artists important? Does it affect the outcome of the art? Um, and I, so I had originally wrote an article uh, uh, for F-Stoppers about this years ago because I was curious, you know, you see a lot of these terms used interchangeably where uh, handiwork is concerned. You see artisan, you see craftsman, you see artist. And there, of course, is never any strict definition that fits everything or is able to neatly sequester things into boxes. And so it seems like most of this comes back to us and what we define ourselves as, the language that we use then, um, not only in our heads related to who we are and what we do, but also eventually in our copy. So what we call ourselves, a master craftsman, uh, an artisan, an artist, do those things actually matter? Do they matter for us internally? Do they matter for our audience? And is there actually any definition for the work that we create? And the last time we had this conversation, it was interesting because I heard more people say that they believe they were craftsmen. Um, and this has been a fight for photographers <laughs> for a long time. Photographers have been fighting for a long time to be considered artists and have photography considered an art form for quite a while. It was not lumped in with the forms of fine art like uh, sculpture or painting. And now that it seems to be at least quite a bit more in um, academic circles, it seems to be lumped in with the fine arts. Um, there's still some kind of disagreements on how we label ourselves and what we call ourselves. So I'm curious today, do you have a label for yourself? Is photographer enough? Um, if you are one, is painter enough if you are one? Do you consider yourself an artist or a craftsman? And are those definitions important? So I wanna begin with our friends up here on the panel today. And then I would love to have friends in the audience raise their hands because this one can expose quite a lot about how we think about what we do and sometimes lead towards a really interesting growth um, in how we think. And uh, the, the, I don't want to say importance that we put on our work, but sometimes we have importance tied to certain words. And artist tends to be one of them for some reason. So I'm curious, y'all. Are you artists or craftsmen? Are those things important? Are those titles important? What do you think? Can't we be both? Absolutely. Mm. And I am sometimes, but I don't think I am all the time. No, like, I think it depends on what, what I'm working on, right? Like, I, I might use some creative skill in, you know, some personal branding stuff. But for the most part, that's really more of, of a technical technician kind of situation. Um, whereas, you know, going down rabbit holes as an artist with clients that produces very different results. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I know some, so from some of the comments that I had gotten on the original article, there were some people who absolutely considered themselves craftsmen and not artists. 
And from their definition and from the way I think that it was looked at during that conversation, it was very much a question of what am I doing at the time is the majority of my work in this area, in which case, you know, I am very much, this is the craft of photography and I am a craftsman. Whereas in those rare instances where they felt like they were creating art, they could say that they were creating art, but didn't consider themselves artists career-wise. And so I find it interesting to think about how we define those things and then how we apply them to ourselves. So for you, Kat, do you feel like you are one of those things or do you think that you just step into the role given what situation you're in? I mean, at my core, I'm definitely an artist with photography that takes shape in different ways. Um, you know, like the, the bread and butter aspect of things. Like I can tap into that, the, those creative aspects, right? But I don't necessarily consider a lot of my work art just because it's more recipe driven. Um, whereas, you know, work that is either hired as, you know, a, an artistic collaboration with a client or something I create just on my own for the sake of creation, that's where the, the artist comes into to the space. Okay, cool. So in your mind, though, kind of at the one of those identifiers for who you are as a person, artist is in there. Oh, for sure. Awesome. And do you think having self-identified that way, it makes a difference to what you believe you're capable of or like what what you can do with your work? Because I know some people kind of struggle to have that be a title that they believe about themselves. Um, I, I think that that title allows me to step into bigger places um, because it's not just about, you know, the recipe or volume in some of those larger spaces. Um, there's, there's a confidence level to it, certainly. Uh, but, you know, I've considered myself an artist since I was a kid. That's really interesting um, because, I mean, I have as well. And I think, I don't know how much of that came from me or how much of that came from my parents based on what I did and the things they told me about myself, which is a really interesting thing to think about. But you feel that having the ability to hold that title for yourself as part of your identity is able to give you the confidence it takes to go out and step into bigger, larger situations that you know, require somebody that you believe like this is something an artist can do. Yeah, I think the the allowance there is, you know, as as a technician, right, as a craftsman, there are very clear boundaries because it is more one, two, three based. Um, as as an artist, like anything is possible you know, and it's just what you allow yourself to sort of lean into. Um, yeah, the craftsman, I feel, is far too small for what just about any of us does. It's so interesting um, to hear you say that. And I remember when we were initially having this conversation, which is something that I, I should have done from the outset, um, and definitely did with the article, but making sure that in our minds we are asking ourselves if we're attaching a value judgment to certain words um and and then wondering why that is because a lot of the folks who were kind of offended by the question thought that the word craftsman somehow was devaluing what they did which i found really interesting because i have so much respect for craftspeople um and Ooh, maybe that wasn't such a good idea. And what they're able to create and um, the, the level of, of skill and just everything that goes into creating a, a beautifully crafted something. Um, I think often of, you know, furniture and things like that, because man, if you've ever seen like a beautifully made piece of furniture with these like gorgeous inlays and dovetails and like how perfectly things fit together and just all of that stuff 
it, it's the coolest thing. So for me, I have, I don't place any particular, any more value on one term or the other, luckily, but if we do, and sometimes we do, it's interesting to ask ourselves why, because um, it, I think it can reveal something interesting about the way we think and how important certain titles are to us. Yes. So, oh, oh, yeah, go ahead. When, when we're talking about like a beautifully made piece of furniture, right? Like, yes, it's made by a craftsman because you have to get to a craftsman level before you can really leverage that skill of craft um, as an artist. So I think it's just a, a place along the journey. Like somebody who's creating, you know, really beautiful and intricately made furniture, like I would probably look at more as an artist than a craftsman. A craftsman is sort of like that first level proficiency um, before that medium can really be explored. You know, you got to know the rules before you break them kind of situation. Okay. So, so your kind of definition of craftsman more has to do with what level of skill someone is at. So in the way that someone um, maybe moves through an apprenticeship. Like they would be a craftsman for a certain stage and then a master at a different stage. Right. Okay, gotcha. Interesting. Okay, so I want to hear from, uh, from the rest of y'all. What do you think? And I, I guess an important part of this comes down to our definition, right? And I wanted to save the talk about, you know, how we define art for a different day. Because that one is always a really interesting battle. Um, because each of us has a, something a little bit different that we attach to that definition. But... I suppose a big part of this conversation does come down to de de definitions, right? Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. That's what I was going to say. I mean, if, 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 if we look at a specific definition of, of whether it's artist or any other word, then we can go, go down that discussion of where do we fall there. Uh, but I think just as a general comment, uh, and, and uh, you know, I personally don't care much for labels or binary views of things. Uh, you know, very few things are black and white, and it's more about where we fall and how we constantly move on a scale or a continuum. That's, you know, uh, it's more, more that than an absolute static position. So, like, so it, 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 we tend to want to pigeonhole things and, and label things because it's the easy thing to do, right? And, and when you really dig into it, it's not black and white, and it's never one or the other. And, and the other thing I want to mention is sometimes we confuse identity you know, we're talking about the, the you know, we identify as artists or, or craftsmen, but the, to me, there's a difference between identity and a competency or a skill set. And somehow I can argue that craftsmanship is a skill set or a competency, whereas an artist is an identity. And I don't know where I'm going with this, but, you know, you can be art an artist and have multiple competencies, one of them being craftsmanship, right? Um, so yeah, I just wonder what, what, you know, what you think about that, uh, looking at it from that perspective. Yeah. I mean, I think it's, I think it's a really, I think you're right in a lot of areas, but then I think that there would certainly be some challenges there from people who see themselves and what they create as art saying, when I do it, I am an artist, but I don't necessarily feel like the identity or my core part of my identity is artist. Right, um, so that, it would be interesting. That, yeah. I was just going to say, if anybody feels that way, it would be interesting to hear from them. Um, yeah. And I get that. And that's my point about, you know, if you care for labels, if you need to label something for you to, to, to grow into or for you to, to justify it or whatever reason, that's fine. All I'm saying is that I, I don't believe in labeling right sure. so you kind of get the freedom by not labeling something but i have absolutely no issue if labeling something helps you grow and helps you accomplish and helps you kind of structure your 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 way through your 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 craft or your art or whatever you're trying to do so i sure. totally get your point right uh, i'm just arguing that that's not necessarily everybody's uh, no sure you know, that's part of the question yeah. yeah absolutely that's part of the question that's why i asked in the beginning is it important? Like, is it important for us to label ourselves this way? Do we find value in that? And if we do, where do we find it? What do we feel like 
it helps us do. Um, particularly as Kat was mentioning, like having the, the, the title of artist be part of your self-identity, it kind of drives you in certain ways or gives you confidence in certain ways. And um, so I wonder, you know, it's in a similar way when you reach a certain belt in a martial art or, you know, as Kat was talking about this idea of craftsman as a level of skill, when you've reached a certain level of skill, being able to say that you are that thing sometimes is, um, you know, gives you that comfort. And so I wonder for you, Bassam, in honesty, do you not label yourself in your own head at all? Like, would you not say if you made a living playing the piano that you were a musician or would you just think music is something I do? Um, and how, like, what benefits do you find? I know you mentioned there's a freedom in that, but um, can you maybe expand that idea a little yeah. bit? Like, what are the benefits of not taking on those labels? Well, the the benefits is, you know, so I've, I've often said I don't consider myself an artist, right? So no, so I'm, in a way, I'm kind of negating. But again, what, what I said earlier, but at the end of the day, it, 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 I also believe that I could be an artist and I maybe I can be perceived as an artist and my craftsman, my craft uh, may appear to others as art. And I kind of go back and forth and, and, and I say, well, okay, well, maybe it's a combination of that. And maybe I am and maybe I'm not. And at the end, I finish by saying, well, it's not really that important. But if somebody asks me and I have to have a conversation about, about it, I'll have the conversation about it and I'll repeat what I just said to, 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 to you know, what I just said earlier. It's, it's not about pigeonholing. I could be an artist one day. I may not be the other. I don't identify as an artist. I don't identify as, you know, photography is what I do, but it's not that, you know, I'm not a, I'm not stuck to that. Um, I don't know. It, 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 it yeah, it, it's, I'm having a hard time explaining how, where I fall in there. Right. It's, I'm almost feeling like I need to identify with one of them, but I don't see why. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think you need to at all. I mean, I think that's why this question is so interesting, right? Because we're each going to have different ways that we approach the answer here. And that's that's what makes it, I think, so fascinating, because each of us is obviously benefiting in some way from whether we choose to identify that way and which one we choose and how that applies to us. Um, otherwise we, we wouldn't be doing it. So that is what makes me wonder, you know, what did, what is it about self-identifying or about giving certain things, these definitions that allows us to keep doing what we, what we do, you know, and believing ourselves to be who we are. And I really like your idea of, you know, these things potentially just existing on a spectrum and sometimes we fall on different places because I know for myself, um, a good amount of what I do, I would consider craft-based. And in those moments, um, I, would, I would put myself under the title of a craftsman, particularly if I am purely, you know, working for a client and trying to, trying to follow, as Kat was mentioning, you know, there's a certain kind of set of steps that you go through when you're doing a headshot or something like that, you want it to fit within what the industry would consider standard and you want it to flatter the person and certain kinds of light will do that better for certain features. And at those moments, I, I feel myself very much a craftsman. But in the times when I'm trying to communicate in the times when I have a specific idea that I'm exploring that requires the application of creativity and taking all of these different aspects of communication and twisting them to find out how I can use them to say what I want to say and explore those ideas, then I feel like I am stepping into the role of artist. But like Kat, at my core, um, at my core, I believe myself to be an artist, which means all levels of communication are open to me, if that makes sense. So I do not feel as a craftsman would that I must stay within the bounds of my craft. Um, I feel capable of stepping into any medium if it allows me to express myself, whether that's words or painting or I've, I, you know, it extends. So. Yeah. And that's what I meant by the, by the freedom and the space to, to kind of live wherever you want to live on that spectrum. 
right? Sure. And and before giving you know the the, the uh, other people a chance, I just want to kind of one last thing that I want to differentiate. I mean, for practicality and for simplicity purposes, you know, labels are important. So if on my website, I mean, if somebody says, "What do you do?" Well, obviously, I'm a photographer, right? So I have no problem saying that. And I have a choice on my website to say, am I a photographer or an artist? And for simplicity and practicality and people understanding what I do, I need to make a decision and decide and, and, and put the, you know, whatever word or whatever labels there. So I, I want to take that kind of out of the out of the context of our discussion today, because that's something we all kind of must do. Right. No, we don't have to, but it's kind of a, the norm. Sure. I mean, communication requires definitions. It's just a thing that must exist. Um, otherwise, I can say I am green and you have to believe me or not. And our ideas of green might be different and et cetera, et cetera. So we have to have at least some kind of working definition, which is why words matter. So, yeah, I, I definitely agree with you there. So um, I see we've got hands up. I'm going to grab y'all. Don't worry. But um, we're almost there. So, Matt, Becca, what are your thoughts? How do you how do you relate to these words? Do you believe yourself to be an artist or a craftsman or all or nothing? And are those things important? Do you think how we define and label ourselves is important? Nope, Becca, you first. <laughs> uh, all right. So th this, this is an interesting, almost like convoluted semantics argument. Um, it, it's interesting to think about. I definitely fall into the it's labeling myself as an artist. And for me, that's, you know, a lifetime of various creative pursuits and everything that's led me in those creative pursuits has been an interest in engaging in that kind of emotional dialogue through art. And I think that, you know, it's, it's not like one term or another. I don't think they're mutually exclusive. I think an artist can be a craftsman. And I think some craftsmen, craftsmen absolutely can be artists. I also think that there are artists who are not master craftsmen. And I think that there are craftsmen who definitely are not artists. Um, and I, I do, I, I could use either for myself at this point. Um, but all those craftsmanship skills that I do have and could use to label myself are in service to my identity as artist, which I, I, th I think with, with the label of craftsman or artisan, um, there, there is kind of like this level of defining it through functionality or utility. Uh, you made the example earlier, Nicole, of you know a, a beautiful table, right? Or a beautiful piece of furniture. And I think someone can create a very artful piece of furniture without the motivation of it being an emotional piece of art without necessarily wanting to elicit that kind of response and make it purely through mastering a skill set. Uh, but I mean, it's, I don't think that one is exclusive to one another. I think it, it really depends on the individual there. And I don't know that I've ever actually used the title craftsman for myself. Uh, it definitely does apply, especially when I am working more practically on things you know, like props or set design, costumes, things like that. Um, but I don't necessarily put the art label on some of those pursuits because I would then save that artist mentality for the larger project at hand that those craftsmen pieces serve, if that makes sense. Um, and I did want to, I, I, Bassam said something that I've always found very interesting. Actually, he said that I do photography. And I've always found that a very interesting way of phrasing things, you know, through my own journey as a photographer and as an artist, I don't think I've ever told people I do art or I do photography. It's always been more that personal title. I am a photographer. I am an artist. And I don't know if other people feel there's a distinction in that verbiage, but that's something that's always kind of tickled my brain cells a little bit. Um, yeah, I wanted to give Basam, do you have any thoughts on that um i i do photography or i do oil painting as opposed to i am a photographer or a painter uh, yeah you know, i mean i see the distinction and my intent was it wasn't to distinguish wasn't to distinguish it to my intent was is i have the freedom to to label or at least to 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 unlabel myself and and use whatever language i need to give in on this in the, the situation 
But at the end of the day, I, I rarely say I do photography, right? I would say I'm a photographer, right? Because it's an identity and that's what people, you know, when they ask you what to, what do you do? What, listen, when people ask, they say, what do you do, <laughs> right? It's funny that that's the question they ask. So I do photography versus I'm a photographer. I don't know. Obviously, I'm a photographer, right? So I, I don't have any wisdom there other than that. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I wasn't like like a. I am investigating. Oh no, no, the psyche, I know. I realize that, like, I don't worry about it. It's not. It's not. Yeah. yeah. It's, well, I, I've heard that from many other people too. Um, particularly people who are just starting out and haven't fully established an identity for themselves, whatever their art form might be. And um, I don't know. I've just always thought thought that was an interesting way of approaching an art form, whether that is you know working in artistic capacity as a craftsman or working in artistic capacity as artist. Oh, it's such an interesting conversation. And I think listening to the way that people kind of interact with this idea and how they label themselves and if they do and where their importance lies, I think it can reveal such interesting things about us, whether we are basing in a way our importance upon the labels that we take into ourselves or whether our importance is based on I exist as value outside of these labels and I can step into them or out as I please, which I, I think is a really, um, a really interesting way to look at. And uh, I, a part of me, a part of me was thinking like, in a way, maybe it's a, an elevated point of view, you know, to kind of not rely on labels as a form of self-identity. But also I wonder, does that, does that mean that at that point you've taken all labels into yourself, right? Um, believing in your capacity to do or be all things, if given the right circumstances. I don't know, but I think it's really interesting. So I see we have hands. I'm yeah. going to encourage the rest of the audience. I'll give you in just a second, but I'll encourage the rest of the audience to go ahead and raise your hands if you want to be part of this discussion. Do you consider yourself an artist or craftsman? Um, and are those things important? I'm going to let you respond, Basam, and then poke Matt. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe again, last, last thing. It's, it's, it, to me, it's also about mindset, right? So this whole discussion is that what mindset are you in as you carry out, you know, whatever, whatever, uh, whatever uh, objectives or dreams or, or thing you want to do in life, right? So, you know, that identity, the mindset you have about what you do really helps you in achieving whatever you want to do. So if, if you have, if you walk into something with the, with a different mindset than what's conducive to success, whatever the definition of success, well, obviously it's going to be tougher. You may be holding yourself back. You may, may, you may be putting up uh, roadblocks just by having the wrong mindset. So I think identity and, and labels are important when it comes to, you know, wh where, do you, where do you live inside your own brain, right? Or in your thoughts or in your self, self you know, uh, uh, internal dialogue about who you identify as yeah absolutely and i'm i know all of us have experienced this and it's been interesting over the years in photography forums um i can remember many a battle with people who would you could potentially consider them gatekeepers but it's the the title of photographer is very important to them and so if I were to argue for the fact that anybody who takes a photo is a photographer, they get very upset about that. Um, because to the photog photograph means essentially to draw with light. Um, and so if somebody does the verb, they are the noun. But there's a difference between the doing of the thing and the taking in of that identity, right? And so I'm, I'm learning um, how to throw pottery on a wheel and I I find I really enjoy it I am not a potter I do not consider myself a potter I even when I'm doing it um, I would not consider myself that although I am doing the verb um, I don't consider myself a potter it's just something I'm doing that I enjoy right so I could say at that point like you mentioned Becca I'm doing pottery <laughs> um, but I would not say to anyone, I am a potter. But if you were 
to ask me what I do, I may very easily say I am an artist and not give you any specific definition for the doing because the doing is stretched out across multiple different, um, ooh, sorry, I just got a whole bunch of snow on my face, multiple different disciplines. So ah, it's such an interesting question. Okay, poke and mat, and then I'm gonna start bringing up friends from the audience. I see Carol has her hand up. If anybody else would like to come up, we wanna hear your thoughts. What are you and is it important? Okay, so this is a conversation that I guess triggers me. Um, and I say that because I fucking hate labels. I hate them, I hate them, I hate them. And the reason being is because I grew up with them and it's all we do to each other is we label each other this or that or the other. Now, I know I'm, I'm getting a little bit more antagonistic on the question that I think you, you intended, but my point being, I wear a bracelet every day that just says I am because I am an artist. I am a businessman. I am a craftsperson. I am a journeyman. And I am all of these things. To me, unidimensionality is something that, that kills all of our spirits. If you're, you know, if you identify yourself as a single thing, that's perfectly fine. Just understand you're limiting yourself to all of these other possibilities and capabilities, right? Nicole, you said you, you're throwing, you're throwing pots and you're a writer and you're, well, you are all of these things. And I think when we, because like Bassam said, labels are easy. Labels make things easy. And I understand that there's a practicality to it, of course. But I think when we start to say, well, you know, you are this or you are that, you are you're boxing yourself into a perceived notion of what that thing is. If you're an artist, then, well, maybe you're a, a sculptor or a painter, but people don't consider photography an art. So they're not going to consider you an actual artist. The labels are for other people. For me, I've just gotten as far away from that as I can possibly get and just say, I am, I am. Today, I am an artist. Tomorrow, I am a business person. Six minutes from now, I am a gluttonous person shoving scones in my face. I don't care what I am so long as I exist. And that's all that matters to me. Super hippie, super woo-woo. But for me, as part of how I've developed just my own philosophy, removing labels from things is highly important to me. And I think the second that we start going down and we're saying, you know, there are arbitrary standards of you are or are not a thing, then we're taking people's actual identity of who they actually are away from them. Does that make sense? So I know it's a little bit a little bit higher, but I think I feel like I'm mixing everything that everybody's talked about together. And it actually is kind of what I believe in, which is there are no labels. I am what I choose to be at any given moment. Yes, no, I'm so glad. And don't worry if you're getting like passionate about it. I love that shit. Um, so and I want to respond in a, in a devil's advocate way just to push your buttons a little bit. Um, cause I can't help myself, but <laughs> Carol has her hand up and I've been trying to bring her up. And for some reason she's grayed out to me again. So maybe if somebody could give it a shot and see, oh, there we go. Okay, good. And if anybody else is in the audience today, um, we want to bring you up, raise your hand, come tell us what you think, challenge, challenge what has been said so far. Um, so I want to respond to that really quickly, Matt, and just just play with an idea a little bit and see what you think because so there's a an interesting idea and I'm, I'm pulling from some fiction here but i think it kind of beautifully illustrates the idea i want to share so in a piece of fiction that i enjoy there is a magic system called naming and the idea with this magic system is that in order to use the true name of something you must understand it at a level so deep. Let's consider that multidimensionality, right? So you have to understand it and who it is in all of its permutations across all spectrums and all of the things that it entails, all of the complexity that's there. And so I wonder if 
because as you mentioned, you know, this, this approach is very much a philosophy that you've developed um, in order to all the things, right? Feel, experience, say the things that are important to you. And I wonder if that precludes or if maybe it is in a, in a way simplifying um, these names or these titles that we take upon ourselves because I don't, if I were to call myself an artist, I don't feel that that label limits me in any way because I don't think I am limited to any one label as the, the true seat of identity. I believe I can have all the labels if I choose them, but I appreciate the fact that within those words, there are all of these definitions and all of these different um, ways that you can be and the depth that is involved in that. I mean, even if we were just to break down photographer into all of the things that that means, um, what a rich and deep word, right? And so I wonder if, um, I wonder if that, like, because obviously these are all individual things, which is why the question is, is it important for us? Um, and so in your case with wanting to kind of issue labels, do you feel that the, like what I've just mentioned at all, does that, does that have any kind of place in the way that you're thinking? Or are you thinking of this more in an idea of how we simplify things when we label them? I, you know, I think everything you just said is totally valid. I, the way that I always look at it is we come into this world, right? Not defined as anything. We're a little blob of protoplasm and we have no idea what's going to come. We can barely see light at that point. And we're not labeled at that point. You come, you know, you come out of the womb and, oh, look, it's an artist. Oh, look, it's a craftsman, right? We don't look at things like that. What we do is we assign labels to our passions and what we most identify with. But like I said, being unidimensional is something that you're choosing, right? If you want to label yourself as an artist, that's perfectly fine. There's nothing wrong with any of this. Me, myself, I don't like to put myself in a box. I know the way that my brain works. When I say I'm a DJ or I'm a musician or I'm an artist or a photographer or a gun guy or whatever it is, when I start to do that, then I'm giving others the ability to make some preconceived notions about what I am, who I am, what I believe in. And I don't like to do that because so many times in the course of my life, I have identified as one thing or another. And then the opinions that are formed of me by people that their opinion doesn't matter, um, the opinions that are formed of me are incorrect. So when I release myself of any labels, people can think of me whatever they want to think of me. I could be a photographer, I could be a complete asshole. Doesn't matter to me. But I think when we start to put ourselves in our own little box with what we're passionate about, well, those passions can shift. And if you say today, I'm a photographer, but tomorrow you want to take up pottery. Well, are you always going to be a photographer that likes to throw pots or is your identity ever going to shift to be a potter? And so for me, I, I like to leave the latitude for myself to experience life as it happens. And I can be anything in any moment. How, you feel comfortable with looking at me and what label you want to put on me is perfectly fine. That helps you categorize me into a segment of how you think about me, but it does not define who I am. And I personally don't feel like I need to define who I am to anybody else. Now you go on my website, I'm a photographer, right? So, I mean, it is what it is, but um, that's just the, the philosophical beliefs behind labels for me. For sure. Um, so, so that's it. You find the idea of labels exclusionary rather than inclusionary. 100%. Yep. And that's not to say gotcha. I don't label myself or label other people. Right. Totally. Absolutely. I'm a human. This is what we do. This is how society works. I just try to, to push against all of that and try not to define myself as any one given thing when it comes sure. to my when it comes to my profession yeah for sure and I, th I think later on after we've heard from carol i'm going to get into kind of um a little bit of the theory on the science behind why we do this it might help us understand a little bit our natural inclination towards these things so that we can decide like 
in your situation, is this a natural inclination that I think is damaging in, in how we identify ourselves um, and even how we relate to other people? Because I think in a lot of ways, you're right, particularly when it comes to things like uh, political affiliation, right? So um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna play with that a little bit later, but I wanna hear from Carol. So the conversation today, if you're just arriving here, we are chatting about this idea of how we label ourselves and are we craftsmen? Are we artists? How do we do um, what we do and how do, uh, good grief. I don't know why that just happened. How does the identifiers and the labels we give ourselves contribute to what we believe we're capable of? Um, are those things important? Is it even important to have a label? So Carol, I want to hear your thoughts this morning. Hi, um, I found the whole labeling thing exclusionary, I would, I guess, you know, I got a bit of the Matt woo-woo, I think, <laughs> going on. But, you know, I've done art for 50 years, but the first 30 of those years, I wasn't actively selling. I can't even say I'm always actively selling. I I've done so much that I haven't sold or known how, because I don't have the label business person, you know, I just keep making the art. But, um, but then the thing is, I mean, the first 30 of those years, you know, I had hundreds and hundreds of pieces of all different kinds of art, but I wouldn't call myself an artist because it seems such a lofty thing. When you hear people say that, Oh, I'm an artist, you know, it just sounded like, you know, I, I can't say that, you know, <laughs> and, and the thing is what I'm, what I'm torn between is not artists or craftsmen. When I have to choose one, I'm torn between pattern designer and artist because I don't pour emotion into my art as much as you might think that defines what an artist is. Um, what I do is I try to come up with new techniques and processes. So it's, it's different. I'm not trying to convey angst or whatever, although people told me I should <laughs> in my art. Um, so much of it comes down to pattern design. So it depends on, you know, the audience that I'm trying to maybe sell to, um, and then, I, I, you know, I mean, for years I was saying, oh, I'm a latent artist because I didn't do artists every day because artists to me meant you do art every day. Well, the last 20 years I've done art literally every day. And at some point I got comfortable with calling myself that. But so much of pattern design, which is all self-taught for me, um, comes out in my art it just always kind of comes out into patterns so i have yeah that is the the troubling distinction that i have and you know i, I probably have done 500 pieces of clay but i would never call myself a potter because the criteria for calling myself a potter would be that I throw on the wheel and I don't know how to do that. I did not learn how to do that. What I do is hand build and, um, and carve. And most times what I did was I did trades with people who were actual potters and, and they would make two and I would carve the patterns in the clay. So it even comes out in my clay. Um, uh, I do two of them, they would take one and I would take one because I really appreciate and like it, but I'm, I'm not a potter. <laughs> so, and then I did solar photography. I did about like 10,000 pictures. I would never call myself a photographer. You know, um, I wouldn't call myself a graphic design person because that requires all these technical skills that I don't have. And photography requires technical skills and pottery requires um, that I can throw on the wheel. So um, I tend to say artist because I feel like it's more generalized, but if I'm working with the surface pattern design community, then I'm a surface pattern designer. So yeah, that's it. 
it's weird and and certainly i do plenty of craft i do all this weird stuff that can be called nothing but craft that probably would not be called art by anybody you know uh the recycle materials and things like that you don't say oh this is my art so much when you're putting twigs and just all kinds of weird things together so anyway it, that's and that's why i find it exclusionary because to have to say one or the other would so limit me and i'm still discovering in every direction there's so many mediums and so little time anyway carol i'm done thank you you know carol you said quite a few things there that i thought were really fantastic and um open things up for even deeper conversation but you mentioned one particular thing that i caught because i've had this conversation with other people as well and um so first on on this idea of definitions so it's interesting how individualized these become even though we have a kind of corporate understanding of certain things um i have some friends who are um who I would absolutely consider artists and they don't label themselves that way. They're illustrators and they're illustrators for a specific reason, because the purpose of illustration is to visually create a representation of words. And that is what they do as their jobs. Even though I would say, look at this artist, right? They consider themselves illustrators because it, it is a very close definition. And when we start to have kind of our own ideas, of what these words mean and the idea of artists is a really lofty idea and i think that's often why a lot of people shy away from labeling themselves or taking that identity for themselves because artists oh artists right like that seems like ooh, that's a thing that's a big thing to call yourself and making art seems like a really big and intimidating thing to do and it's very important and it's very artistic and it's a scary thing to be able to to call yourself and i think even that in itself says something so interesting about the way we think and the value that we place on things and um whether or not we feel like we can step into these things that we label or not and how even the communities how as a community we, we respond to these ideas because if you were to go into any online photography forum and say photographers are not artists, you will be eaten alive. People have, it's very incredibly personal, right? When we take those identities for ourselves to have somebody try to tell us that we're not a thing, um, oh man, we can't deal with that. Um, so it's interesting how, how individual this becomes and how much having these identities or not having them can matter to us depending on how we have built who we believe ourselves to be are we infinite possibility in a small space or are we taking these names as identity for ourselves and sometimes you will see really incredible changes in people when they start to call themselves a certain thing if i were to begin referring to you carol as a potter and you were to begin referring to yourself as a potter over time would you be more likely to feel confident learning to throw or would you always feel like that was uh, a non you know uh, a lie about you like would you never be able to feel that for many of us i think when we begin to internalize these definitions of who we are in a way it seems like it opens up a door as kat mentioned in the beginning that we feel confident walking through um, once we can say of ourselves, I am the thing. Um, it seems to be a weird key that can sometimes unlock, which is why, you know, affirmations have been a thing in the self-help community for decades and decades, right? I am strong. I am smart. I am valuable. We say these things to ourselves because eventually when your brain hears something repeated enough times, it begins to believe it. This is why propaganda is such a powerful tool. So, yeah, it's really interesting. So I'm going to shut up for a second, um, let you guys respond to, to some of those ideas, but also encourage the audience. Come on, y'all. I want to hear what you think. Come up here and stimulate my brain pan. <laughs> 
Um, any responses there? I was going to answer okay. what you said, Nicole, and I don't want to become, I don't want to put the years into being a potter, somebody that throws, because I don't, I know there are people that just do it so well. And I don't expect, if I had done it younger, maybe, I don't expect to ever do that. I mean, I managed to throw one on the wheel and you get the process, but no, I would never want to call myself a potter, a clay artist, <laughs> maybe, but because man, I so, I didn't even want to take clay. I didn't think I'd like it. It was literally the last class that I took of my degree. And um, I had no idea I would so fall in love with with the carving. But no, I don't want to do that. And I would never call myself a potter. But I sure do love clay. So anyway, that answers. Sure. And I, I wasn't being literal, just more thinking about when we start to give ourselves labels and repeat them to ourselves over time. I was just using that as an example. But I totally understand where you're coming from. Um, Matt, go ahead. Uh, I'm trying to remember what I was going to say. Um, oh, I'm driving into the studio. So um, I think, you know, one of the, the more important things that I try to do rather than labeling myself is when I think about labeling someone else, I just ask myself, what else are they? What else do they do? Hey, I'm a photographer. Yeah, what else do you do? What else are you into? Because I want a more complete picture of the entire person. I know my preconceived biases are going to say, oh, you're a poet. Therefore, oh, all these things, right? Um, but instead I want to be like, oh, you write poetry. Great. Well, what else are you into? And what else do you do in your free time? And who do you identify as? The more that you can ask people, I think you form a more complete picture of them. When you leave it at only one thing, then you are leaving it up to them to make the judgment on, on what you are rather than being like, oh, I'm a photographer and I also do pottery and I'm also an astronaut and I teach third grade penguins, you know, like whatever it is that you identify as. Um, third, third grade penguins are a thing, by the way. Um, but I think whenever you identify yourself, you're limiting what other people see in you and that might be okay. But for me, it's not. I want people to get the whole picture and then make their, make their decisions from that. I really, I, oh, it's so interesting to me, the the difference between the, the viewpoint where things are exclusionary versus inclusionary, because hearing I am a photographer, I like the idea of asking yourself and what else, um, because that's, that's definitely how I feel about the titles that I take on myself. Um, it's, it's absolutely an and what else question that I have, because I mentioned before, um, when I was regularly climbing, at least three days a week, a couple hours a day, I absolutely considered myself a climber. And in a way that allowed me to feel like I was part of the community. It didn't limit what I, what other things I believed of myself. It just meant, you know, I'm able to step into this space as a piece of it and not as just as a visitor. Um, and I like that idea of being able to, or asking, purposefully asking ourselves, when we learn about other people and what else as a way to make sure that we're not limiting them. And that really leads me to the kind of science of the thing that I wanted to make sure that we touched on because it's interesting. So I've mentioned before that our brain is the most calorie hungry part of our body because it is doing so much all the time. It has had to create ways in which to limit the amount of complexity that we have to deal with in a day. And that is why labeling has become a thing. That is one of the reason that the human brain is so fantastic at pattern recognition and labeling is so that we don't have to look at everything we see as if it's a new thing. And you will, if you've ever traveled um, from you know one region to an area where the plants are incredibly different from one region to another, I'm sorry, where the plants are incredibly different, you will see how some plants will look absolutely alien to you because the pattern of the way that it grows does not fit what you believe foliage to be, foliage to be. So it takes a little while to begin recognizing that thing as a plant without your brain going, wait a minute, new thing. Eventually, 
it recognizes that pattern and you don't even think about it anymore. And the same thing is true for people. There are too many people and an individual human is so complex that there is no way for us to know all we can know about them. Even if you've ever, if you have a life partner, you'll know that you can learn new things about the person you thought you knew all the damn time. It is wild. Um, people are so complex and constantly growing and changing, but we can't compute all of that. Our brains just can't do that work. And so we've developed a mental shorthand to be able to identify and put people into boxes because our brain just needs to do that. It's, it's a requirement. <laughs> Otherwise we would go insane. The problem with that obviously becomes all the things that Matt is mentioning. Instead of allowing that label, recognizing that that label is a mental shorthand and understanding that there's deeper things there, we tend to look at the label as all encompassing on the person, especially when these are people we don't know. So we don't have any reason to challenge that label, which is why I mentioned the problems that this poses in places like the political arena because we will call somebody a something, a Republican, a Democrat, a centrist, a leftist, or whatever. And all of a sudden that becomes the whole of their identity. We've simplified them to the point where we stop recognizing them as full, complete humans who are complicated and may have some ideas that align with certain groups and some that align with others. And all of a sudden it becomes easier to qualify them and stick them in a little box. And then when they don't agree with us and when they kind of fight our tribal boundaries, all of a sudden it's really easy to demonize them as well because we don't see them as the loving mother and the father who volunteers at the soup kitchen and the person who, you know, helps stand up a school in Zimbabwe and all of these different things that people do that we would consider morally good or valuable. We remove all those things for the sake of whatever it is that we disagree with about their ideology because pattern recognition <laughs> and labeling is something that our brain needs to do. So I feel like, um, you know, the thing I think is so important about your stance, Matt, at least for me, even though I'm not necessarily gonna take, you know, the whole of that and apply it to myself, um, the thing for me that I want to take and make sure that I continue to believe and apply is remembering that my brain is just doing a shorthand and I cannot let that be all that there is because no one person is as simple as the boxes that labeling puts them in. And if I ever hope for anybody to believe that I am a full and complete and whole person who is complex and contradictory and all of the things, I need to be able to believe that about other people as well and never allow myself to simplify others by the labels that I give them. So, yeah. Yeah, and that's and for me that's the whole point. That's the whole point. I mean, I'm I'm human. I label everything and everyone, right? That's what the brains do. That's what you're just explaining. I am not some amazingly enlightened individual where I'm beyond all of this. Um, it's just a practice that I try to incorporate into my life, right? And I try not to be labeled when I was a when I was in the gun world. It was, I was a firearms photographer. And the second that I said the word firearms, people immediately then labeled me with, oh, he must be right-wing lunatic. He's, you know, whatever it might be. And that became really, really old, really, really quickly. And it reinforced to me yet again, that I'm so much more than all of this. Um, so I've just tried to remove labels for me. Keep people guessing. That's that's kind of where I'm at. But um, yeah, what an awesome conversation this has been. I love be as confusing as possible. This is the goal. <laughs> Keep them on their toes. Um, no, I love that, Matt. And I think it's so important. And I still, you know, for me, the, the power of of giving myself a title or an identity in a certain area, I find incredibly powerful. But I'm going to keep those things in mind because I think you're right and it is so so important i think it's so important trish i noticed that you're with us she's going to be the last person we bring up today so what are your thoughts we'd love to hear from you okay well i love this conversation and first of all i have to say um i really do agree with matt i think putting a label on anything is a crock of crap 
um, when I first started out and I've mentioned this before I think the last time we had this conversation was like I didn't even consider myself an artist in any way shape or form I was just a photographer I took pictures and it took a long time for me to come to the realization that I do create art and then I went on this kind of tangent thing where it was like yes I'm an artist and then it was like but I'm not just an artist and then I started saying I'm a visual artist because really you know I, I do a lot of graphic design as well on the side and I, you know I do all these things and then it was like well wait a minute I'm not just a visual artist because now I'm also helping um, other people when they come to me so I'm also an instructor and I'm this and I'm that and I have so many different labels that I just kind of stopped putting a label on who I am and putting a label on other people as to who they are as well. I think that uh, you can be whatever you want to be, however you see that, however it may lead. Um, when people ask me what I do, I clearly say that I'm a photographer, um, but it's still, like there's just so many facets to this and realizing who you are. And, and um, I do affirmations with my kids every morning um, so that they realize their worth. And it started to, I started to realize that I wasn't doing these affirmations for myself. I was just doing it for them. And then I started realizing, well, wait, hold on a second. I am a lot more than I think that I am. Um, so I think the labeling idea of putting yourself in one box or another box, not, not, not everybody can fit in one box and not everything that you do can fit in one box. So I think that it's really important to keep an open mind with regards to who you are and I think as we grow that box will always get bigger and it's just a matter of accepting it and allowing it to happen. And that's all I have to say. Ooh, fantastic conversation today guys. It was so interesting to hear how these ideas play out individually for each person. What we found important about those ideas what we found limiting about those ideas, how certain things can be empowering to one person and a limitation to somebody else. And I think in this conversation of, you know, artist or craftsman and labels and what they mean and are they important? I think the first thing as we close down today that we need to recognize is that we are always going to deal with labels. This is not something that is ever going to go away. It's the way our brain functions and it needs to because when you stop recognizing other things underneath a label, it means your brain has to process them from scratch every single time. If we were to have to do that, we would literally go crazy. We would be burning so many calories. We just would not know what to do with ourselves. So we need to be able to look around our environment and feel like we can put a name on things and be safe. But that doesn't mean that we have to accept the idea that a label means that is the end of something, right? As Matt said, and what else should always be, I think, the mantra that we have to make sure that we never fall into the trap of dehumanizing or simplifying anyone, including ourselves, to, and this is all, because it's never all right? It's always and what else. But I think the conversation and being able to ask ourselves these questions about ourselves for ourselves to explore these ideas can be really powerful because some of us may recognize that being able to step into a title gives us a sense of power, of belonging, being able to stand up and put my two feet on the ground and say, I am an artist. That's not all I am, but I am an artist. And depending on how I define that word, I can stretch it out to encompass so many things. I can see myself as an artist in relationships. I can see, I can see relating to other people as an art form that I want to study and practice, if I choose to, because nobody gets to define those things for me, right? I get to choose what puts me in a position of power in a way that I can step into that and feel like I'm wearing the crown that is associated with the title that I've given myself. Um, much as the conversation where wins now proverbial words about the duck and the eagle, um, a duck who believes that it is an eagle is still going to be a pretty incredible duck. And maybe the other ducks don't recognize it as an eagle, 
But as long as that duck believes it's an eagle, it's going to fly faster and higher and be the baddest duck in the pond. And I think we get to choose that for ourselves. If that title makes us feel powerful, if it makes us feel like we're stepping into a space where we're capable and all of those things. And then on the opposite side, there are some of us who feel like the title limits us and it closes us off from things and it doesn't allow us to claim more for ourselves. So however we approach this, however you feel like you relate to this idea of, are you an artist? Are you a craftsman? What title do you give yourself? And is it important? Remember that you get to decide and you get to decide in a way that serves you. So if those definitions serve you, you get to have them. And if they don't, this is a chance to challenge them and find out how you can go about reassigning those things so that they do work in your favor. And no matter what, always remember that other people are more complicated than the labels that they have. And we should always be really, really careful never to simplify anyone to the point where we cease to see their humanity and only see the label. So big thanks to everybody who took part in the conversation today. It was so interesting and stimulating. Um, I'm probably going to be buzzing off of it for a while and just thinking about all the implications of the things that we talked about. So I'm really grateful to everybody for being here today. Um, we are discussing a, a February challenge in the Facebook group, trying to figure out what we should focus on um, as a group challenge for February. So if we maybe want to do some AI stuff with a certain theme or, and then see if we can use our visual literacy skills to break those down and find out, whoa, oh, there we go, sorry. Um, if we want to do that, that would be a super cool thing. If there's other ideas you have, head over to the Facebook group that's linked up at the top. Put in your ideas. Let's get some great ones for February so we can uh, start planning those things now. And then don't forget to go check out theartistforge.com where new podcasts and blog posts are going up almost every day. There's a lot of fantastic information there. So I encourage you guys to do that. Thanks again for being here. I hope you'll join us tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. That's 6 a.m. for the West Coast and 9 a.m. for the East Coast afternoon for our friends overseas. In the meantime, go make something amazing, and we'll see everybody tomorrow. Thanks again for listening to this live Clubhouse discussion moderated by all of us at The Artist Forge. We hope you found the information useful and that it helps you gain a little bit of insight as to how you work on your craft. For more episodes, please join us each weekday on Clubhouse or visit theartistforge.com. Now go make something incredible.